Well, I'm grateful for um, all the good things that, that God has done, and Rhonda was sharing some of those things. There was um, a young Marine who was there. He had done two or three tours of duty in Afghanistan, and um, he, he, he was, whenever he stepped on a landmine, and he, he lost both of his legs and, and his left arm. And, um, he, and he was telling about how that God had kept him and protected him and how that he had always told his men that um, he was a sergeant. He told his men that they weren't going to die there and that he wasn't going to die there. And whenever he was blown apart, he's laying there and his men are telling him, you're not going to die here. <laughs> and it was his faith that God had provided for him that was there that sustained him in those critical times be- hanging between life and death. And another um, person who spoke was a lieutenant colonel who is a chaplain. And um, she spoke about how that she was raised in the projects and how that, you know, she was uh, 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 afraid for her life every day she went to school and how that she was abused and beaten and just on and on and how that, and when she got into the military and so on, now, she, you know, she's a lieutenant colonel. <laughs> and uh, it's just it's just amazing the stories that people have that have gone through many difficulties and have God has sustained them through every situation. And so when you think of the difficulties we face, um, sometimes I think, wow, God, you know, I haven't faced anything. Nothing I've faced that even comes close to what these individuals have have gone through. So... We are indeed blessed, and uh, with Teen Challenge coming, I think the, the same thing will, you know, how that making right decisions, you know, making right choices has kept our lives from being destroyed by addictive behaviors. And so we try to keep doing those things, and, and if we, you know, uh, those who are not, we just pray for them, pray that God would touch them, pray that God would be with them. You see, it's, it's, important that, um, it's important that we see the hand of God and that we understand that God is with us. And, and it's, it's important that we see that, that, uh, that God is leading us each step of the way. We, we, we saw that in, you know, in our travels and how that you just happen to be at an intersection or sitting down by someone or how that you were talking to them about something. And it was what they needed, what you needed, or how that you could work with them or they could work with you. And how that every situation had its own, like you you had written a script, okay, on day one, this is what's going to do. Day two, this is what's going to do. And you couldn't have done it any better. (laughs) You You couldn't have written a script better than what we had. And I, and I think that our life is that way. You can't, you can't write a script any better than what we have. And God has already written that script. The, the scripture says that um, God knows the end from the beginning. And do you ever think, well, that's, that's backwards. I always thought that. That's backwards. You know, they must have, somebody in the translation must have meant the beginning from the end, you know. We always think of the beginning from the end because we don't know the end. Well, God knows the end comes back to the beginning. The book of Revelation is already written. The events of the end time are already in place. God hasn't lost control. God hasn't lost perspective. And in each of our lives, 
God has a price prepared for us. So we're in the process of getting there. Now, we've gone through a lot of different things in our life, and we're in the habit of looking back and passing judgment upon actions and sins and wrongs and all this stuff. Well, God is in the perspective of, this is where I want you to end up, so let's get our eyes and attention focused on where we're going. And so it's important for us to see how that God is at work in our lives every day, preparing us for tomorrow. And he's not, he's not looking at what happened yesterday to determine whether or not we're good enough to get things for tomorrow. See, that's grace and mercy. Grace and mercy are how that God is looking at us. Grace is that he doesn't give to us what we deserve. No, mercy. <laughs> he doesn't give to us what we deserve. He gives to us what, he ne what we need for our life, grace and mercy. So if, if we were earning the right to be blessed tomorrow, it wouldn't be a gift. And salvation, if salvation were based upon what we've done, then it would be earned. But grace and mercy are a gift of God, and so we must see the gift of God, the grace and mercy, the character of God, how that he is wanting every day to bestow that upon us. Because he has a future where we're supposed to go. And all these events that we look at and all the changes and so on that's going on, they're not about how bad life is or what happened to us, but how that God is going to take us. And in hearing these, these men and this, this man and this woman talk about how that God has brought them from one place in their life to another and how that they had gone through some very disastrous situations, is it's not how they failed God or how the sins that brought about these things. It's how that these things have been brought to the glory of God and how that their life will become. So my message today is uh, the umbrella. <laughs> you imagine that? So the umbrella. Well, First Thessalonians says, and everything give thanks for this is the will of God in Christ Jesus concerning you. And also in 1 Samuel chapter 30, verse 6, David strengthened himself with trust in God. David strengthened himself in the Lord. Now, you may wonder what on earth that has to do with an umbrella. Well, that's the sermon. You're about to find out. I didn't see any of you moving forward and to sit on the edge of your seats, but, you know. <laughs> Thank you, Brian. He's sitting on the edge of the seat. Yes. Well, there's a story of a, a community that had not, had, had not rained there for an extended period of time, and they were in a drought, and so the churches got together, and they were going to meet at the park, and they were going to have a prayer service for rain, and everybody was to bring um, a symbol of their faith to the park. And, um, you know, as they all gathered in the park, people brought crosses and Bibles and things like that, and they, they went into prayer and prayed, and almost on cue, it started to rain. Well, one little 10-year-old brought a symbol of her faith. Anybody know what it was? An umbrella! Imagine that. <laughs> she had an umbrella. And so as it began to rain, she put up her umbrella. And you see, I, I think of our life is that how that many things in our life come together, but how do, we, how do we prepare, how do we show ourselves that we have an umbrella? 
On cue. You see, umbrellas, now somebody would say, oh, it's a bad luck to open, a, open an umbrella in a, in, a, in a building. My grandma used to say that. You know? It's bad luck. I said, grandma, we don't believe in luck. <laughs> but anyhow, what do, we, what do we think of when we have an umbrella? Rain. Okay. So how many brought your umbrella to church today? <laughs> you aren't thinking about rain, uh, obviously. So, but whenever we think about certain objects for certain things, we think of an umbrella for when it's going to rain. Or unless you went to the beach and sat under an umbrella when it was extremely hot. So the umbrella then has two functions, at least. My brother, uh, when he was five, six years old, jumped off the garage roof with an umbrella. And he found out that it didn't act as a parachute. <laughs> you know, it should. It looks like one. But you know what happens? It can just flip inside out. So, so there are certain things that umbrellas are not used for. You think I'm going to sit here all day and twirl my umbrella, singing in the rain. You know, I'm not going to sing and it's not raining. So, not yet. <laughs> if it starts raining, thundering, and lightning in here, you know... <laughs> yeah, you know, some people have, uh, uh, when you go playing golf or whatever, you never use a metal umbrella because it becomes a lightning rod, uh, lightning to, to be attracted to. So, but we often think of power umbrellas. Uh, we often think of how that uh, umbrellas, particularly, are for, for particular situations. Now, Sometimes we're like that with our spare tires in our car. How many thought of your spare tire on the way to church today? <laughs> well, if you'd had a flat, you'd have thought of your spare tire. So often we think of the Bible and prayer as a spare tire. <laughs> or we only take it out when it rains. <laughs> but you see... An umbrella, there's, there's an insurance company that advertises that you're under their umbrella. So you're under their umbrella of protection. So I have a friend that, um, you know, every day, 365 days a year, puts his coat on, picks up his umbrella, and goes outside. Doesn't matter if it's 100 degrees and it's in the middle of the desert. He's going to pick up his coat, pick up his umbrella, and go out to the car. You see, he doesn't think whether it's going to rain or not. He just knows that this is what he should have with him in case it rains and in case he gets cold. And you know what? Sometimes he is right. <laughs> sometimes it is cold and sometimes it is raining, but he will not leave the house unless he has a coat and an umbrella. Now, the Bible and our faith is not just something we pick up every day and carry with us just in case it's going to rain or just in case it's going to get cold. You see, whenever we think of our faith, our faith is not about um, like um, it's, at some point in time it's right, you know. At some point in time it's, it's the right thing to have. But you see, the Bible is saying that in everything give thanks, so what we are doing is we are acknowledging God 
Faith is our umbrella. It protects and it covers. So if we, we see what God is doing in our life, the Bible is saying in everything acknowledge him. So what I am doing is, and whenever I'm acknowledging God, going into the day, you get up in the morning, say, God, I acknowledge you and I ask for your guidance. I'm under his umbrella. We're making a decision. So we're saying, God, I'm, <laughs> it's like the one lady was praying, said, God, that, you know, I haven't gotten mad at anybody today. I haven't lost my temper. I haven't, you know, yelled at my husband. I haven't screamed at the kids. But in about 10 minutes, I'm going to get out of bed and my day is going to start. <laughs> you know, so in our lives, we keep with us the umbrella of God's word, not because we think it's going to rain, but because the blessings of God will come to us and come to us and the decisions of God. How many go into life and, every, you know, we always second guess, you know, oh, I should have done this, oh, I should have done that. You know, life isn't about black and white, yes and no. Life is mostly lived in this gray area in which we are, you know, back and somewhere back and forth between our, you know, borders of black and white. And we live in this kind of gray area of, of making decisions and, well, whatever will be, will be. But you see, it isn't whatever will be, will be. It's God, whatever is coming, I pray you be with me. You protect me. You give me guidance ahead of time. Our prayer is that God would be at work in our life. And it's, you know, God, I pray you'll be with me all week. <laughs> and, you know, forget about it for the rest of the week. No. Every day, at each situation, at every interval, we're, being, we're acknowledging God and thanking him for being with us. And in doing so, we are providing a covering for our lives. The steps of a righteous man are ordered by the Lord. You see, the righteous is that the, it isn't our righteousness, it's God's righteousness. See, he imparts his righteousness to our lives. You know, so if we're around the steps of a righteous man ordered by the Lord, well, I'm not that righteous, God won't, he don't care where I step. But you see, then it's on you. Forgiveness isn't on you. It's what God has provided for us and we accept. So if we go back to our forgiveness and how that God has brought forgiveness to our life and the forgiveness of sins to our life, it isn't because we've been good. It's because we saw the need for a Savior and we ask our Savior to save us by what he has already accomplished, what he has already done. Whenever I acknowledge God, I'm saying, God, I pray that you direct my steps. I pray that you direct my sermon today. I pray that everyone who needs to be here will be here today. I pray that everyone that has come, that you will bless. And that because of the effort that you've made to be here, God is going to bless your life. Because you earned it by coming to church? No, but because you came was an act of faith, and your faith is what prompts God to act on your behalf. So don't go canceling it out by saying, well... I suffered through another sermon again. <laughs> you know, I know you don't say that. Nobody has ever said that with one of my sermons. <coughs> Excuse me. <laughs> um, I hope I, I, don't, I don't think of my messages as being sermons. 
I think of them as sharing, sharing what God has brought to our lives. And, and, and in sharing this is where we find our own walk and how that we can be encouraged in our own walk. See, I, I'm not telling you I am, I don't think of it as ever telling. I don't, I don't tell people very well, you know. You need to do this, you know. I, I, you know, the, the Holy Spirit, that's the work of the Holy Spirit. You see, we present the word and the Holy Spirit makes it real to where we're at. And so I, I pray that as we're going through these things and coming up with these really wonderful illustrations, that you'll go home <laughs> singing in the rain. Who was the guy who was singing in the rain? Gene Kelly, yes. Uh, holding on to the lamp pole, dancing around in the rain, you know. I'm not Gene Kelly. But, what's that? Mary Poppins, yeah, Mary Poppins. She floated around with an umbrella. Why can't I, you know? But you see, it's, it's about trying to bring something to a place of reality in our lives. Two plus two equals four, yeah? Well, thanking God for every day, the steps of a righteous man are ordered by the Lord. Two plus two. Sometimes it is as simple as acknowledging and asking for guidance that every day he would guide us that the inspiration of what we believe doesn't come from the presentation it comes from the presenter christ his word it comes from the holy spirit who makes it makes it part of our life see the presentation is good you want it to be good you want it to be you know i wouldn't Jose says some of my shirts that I have, they're really thin lines and whatever, that when they're on camera, it's just everybody gets blurred, so I don't wear those anymore. I go out and buy solids so I can be, come across the TV land. <laughs> it hurts your eyes, yeah. yeah. Yeah, I can't pay attention. It hurts my eyes. You know, the preacher is flashy today, you know. But uh, I don't have one of those chains that light up in Christmas and stuff. But, uh, but you see, but that's where the Holy Spirit will take the things that we talk about. And as you're driving down the road and seeing a beautiful scene, you think of God as the creator. You know, as, the, as you know, how that our life, we're asking God for direction and we're asking him for help. These are things that God longs to give to us. And that we do not give up asking you know one of the scriptures um the story of the persistent widow in um luke chapter 18 verses one verse beginning at verse one there's this there's this um jesus tells this story okay this is a story that jesus is telling us about his heavenly father and how that he wants to see this when he returns now the persistent widow there was this judge, okay, the, the, Jesus told a story showing that it was necessary for them to pray consistently and never quit. So the story is about continuing to pray for things that haven't happened. Okay, now we know that in everything give thanks, so God is leading us on the steps, on these this path of righteousness, and that we have steps to go. But there are things that haven't happened yet. 
there are dreams, there are ideas in your mind, in your heart, that perhaps you want to fulfill, that you are believing that will happen. Well, you know, I, I want uh, my... Jose, that clock's not working. Uh, I don't know where I'm at on time. I wouldn't want to go too long. But... Um, we went, to, we went to the chaplain's conference, and I called ahead of time about three months ago and, and, and asked, you know, could I have a table for my book? And they, they said they'd get back to me. Well, while we were on our way to the, to the conference, they called me back and said I can have a table. <laughs> so I had brought 30 books <laughs> with me, and we had to take them in a, on the suitcase to fly, and so we had to watch the wait. But anyhow, I got 30 books there. While I was there... The, the lady on the table beside was from the Assemblies of God Graduate College and uh, from, the, you know, AGTS, the Theological Seminary Graduate School. She took one of my books and she was going to present it to the professors that teach in the graduate school and in the, in the college, in Evangel. So they, there was two went there. One went to uh, an individual who perhaps is going to order a case of books for uh, the Veterans Administration for their hospitals. There was another person who gave me, uh, he's going to give me the contacts for the three chaplaincy organizations that do certifications of chaplains and that I'm going to send books to them. And so, you know, all this is going on and, you know, I would have had more books, but I had 30 and I left with none. So that was good. I gave the last one away, so it isn't like I sold them all, but I gave some away. But... There, but you see, there was this place that you, you wanted and hoped for, and, and yet it opened up. Hmm. So my goal is I want to sell a million books, or give a million books. Did you know that um, I placed an order this week because there's a huge discount? Of course, they always tell you that. But uh, <laughs> a huge discount for buying, buying books. And then I'm almost up to 1,000. So I'm almost there. <laughs> Almost there, almost to a million. Got a, I got a thousand sold. So the first thousand are purchased, some of them mostly by me, but it doesn't matter, you know. But you see, you have these goals, you have dreams, but the dream is that how many people will be helped by what is in the book? How many people will be able to deal with life and transitioning through the valley of the shadow of death, the valley of the shadow of transition, by words and experiences that we've put together over the years. So that's the goal. Now that I've told all of you that, that's an expectation. <laughs> it's a public declaration. So we persistently pray for God to give us directions on how to do things. All right? So Jesus told this uh, about this judge and this widow. Now the widow, <laughs> the widow went to the, to the judge and... Um, what was the problem? There really wasn't a problem. He just says, my rights are being violated. Protect me. So here's this widow who goes to the judge and says, judge, my rights are being um, violated. You need to protect me. Judge doesn't care. It says, he never gave her the time of day. He went on with his work, and, 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 and he said to himself, I care nothing what God thinks, even less what people think, and I'm not paying attention to this woman. But, Jesus says, because this widow won't quit badgering me, I'd 
better do something and see that she gets justice. Otherwise, I'm going to end up beaten black and blue by her pounding. (laughs) So Jesus is telling us, don't give up because you don't have an answer to your prayer. See, so our faith is a combination, a combination of thanking and acknowledging God in our everyday events, but there's also the expectation of what we want to become, of what we're believing for, of where God wants to take us. And there's, there's things in our life, our bucket list. Now, some of that bucket list is God's desires in our hearts to do or accomplish or provide or whatever it may be. You know, maybe it's to give something away, to do something for a number of people. It isn't always about getting. It's about how that God is going to work through us to do and to give and to bless and to do that. Because in fulfilling the need of other people, we will find ourselves arriving at where we need to be, where we want to be. (laughs) See? So looking at how to serve... And in this case, Jesus is saying, you keep on asking. Until God says, no, you're not getting that because it isn't right for you. But Jesus is saying here, he says, but how much of that kind of persistent faith will the Son of Man find on the earth when he returns? How much of that persistent faith? So if we can't acknowledge God, In our everyday life, how are we ever going to believe him for the big things in our life? See, if we recognize that God is in charge of all the little things, we recognize that he is in charge of all the big things. And the big dreams, the big big decisions that we have to make. You see, we, we find ourselves in this place of allowing the grace and the mercy of God to be part of who we are. There is a part of doing and, and planning and schedules, and, and there is, we have to do our part. You know, we have to study. <laughs> it doesn't just happen, it doesn't fall out of the air. You know, it's like the, the, the person, I know I told the story, but years ago there was a person that was, would come on Sunday nights uh, whenever we had church, and they came about every six, eight weeks, once. <laughs> And they'd sit in the back and talk the whole time I preached. And then uh, one time they said, well, I'm taking a test this week, and it's for a particular career. And she says, I, I, I want you to pray. I said, okay. She came back the next week, and, and I asked her, well, how did test go? She said, you didn't pray. I failed. I was like, hey, lady, I, you know, you got to study. <laughs> you know? But, you know, and it, was, it was, I mean, they were dead serious. It was my fault. They didn't come back to church either. <laughs> you know, they never come back. They eventually, that person did pass what they were doing because they did see them doing something in their career that they had failed the first time for. But how that we look at things and how that God is at work, that we can't blame someone else for who we are, We can't blame the world for how bad the world is. We need to take care of our part of the world. 
We can't change the people in Africa or in Washington or in Harrisburg, but we can change who we are and how we deal with people here. We can, we can look at our point of interest and vote for the people that we feel are important and, and going to lead in a, in a direction. Well, what if we lose? Well, what if we win? You see, we've got to do that thing. And Daniel, excuse me, David in 1 Samuel chapter uh, 30, David had, David had gone out and fought, fought a battle. While he was at fighting the battle, the enemy came around and raided the town where all of his, his wife and his children and all the army of uh, his men, that they were, um, they were living. They came and raided that place and they took all of his women, all of their children captive and burnt their city to the ground. Well, when David and his men came back, you know, David wasn't king at this time, and uh, when they came back, he was devastated. It says that uh, David and his men burst in, out in loud wails, wept and wept until they were exhausted with weeping, and they were just devastated by this, and it was almost, his army was almost going to stone David. But David, and the more important verse 6 says, David strengthened himself with trust in God. King James says, David encouraged himself in the Lord. You know, sometimes we just got to be under the umbrella that we make. And we make the umbrella out of God's word. David encouraged himself in the Lord. Sometimes there's not going to be anybody but you and your faith. And what is your faith going to do for you? You see, it's what we believe that we're, we're protected, we're under cover. We're under the cover of God's word. We're under the cover of God's mercy and his grace. We're under his blessing. We're under his promises. We're under a life that is filled with God's direction and God's provision. So we see that what we do with our faith is very important. And it is very visible. We encourage ourselves in the Lord every day. We acknowledge that God is going to lead us in the paths of righteousness. He's going to help us make decisions. So we're praying, and when we have to make a decision, we ask God for direction. Because sometimes it's 49 to 51. It's not black and white. It's choosing the lesser of two evils. It isn't always the best, but sometimes it's the better of the worst. It's the best of the worst decision, but I have to make it. So, God is with us. We need to encourage ourselves in the Lord. We need to acknowledge God into every part of our life. And that whenever we're asking him for direction and we make a decision, don't second guess. Thank God for where we are at and that he's going to continue to lead us. Because God isn't about making mistakes with us. He's about leading us in the path of righteousness. He has the end already written. And we've won. <laughs> the end of the book is written. The end of life is written. And it says that if we, when we believe in Christ, that the dead in Christ, where are we going? We're going to heaven. I've gone to prepare a place for you. We have a place prepared. We have a victory that we're going to arrive at. So in the process of arriving at the victory, perhaps we, tra we tread through the valley of the shadow. But I will fear no evil for his rod and his staff, his protection and his guidance, his word and his spirit. 
are with me each step of the way. So in the valley, on the hot day, we've got the protection. On a rainy day, we've got protection. Whenever we are discouraged, we've got the protection of God, the guidance of his word. So let us take the word with us. Let us believe what God has given to us and acknowledge his presence, acknowledge his guidance every step of the way. And one other thing in this story in 1 Samuel chapter 30, they decided to go take back their women and their children. And when they went, the answer was in the going because they found a slave who was an Egyptian who was left behind by the captives, the, the, the army, was left behind to, to die because he was sick. He was just a slave, so they left him behind. David's men found him, nursed him back to health. He led the army to where, David's army to where the enemy was, and they captured them and took back all their women and their children and defeated the enemy. But you see, as they went, the answer was in the going. And in our lives, sometimes, you know, the answer is in the living, in the continuing. We don't have all the answers, but we trust, we acknowledge, and we believe. Amen? Stand. <laughs> Father, we thank you. Thank you for the covering that is ours in the blood of Jesus Christ that covers us it's, it separates that sin of our past from us. It prepares us for our todays and our tomorrows. Your grace and your mercy are rich upon us. God, you promised that the steps of the righteous man are ordered by the Lord. Lord, we are grateful. You have promised and told us in all our ways, acknowledge him, and you will direct our path. God, we acknowledge your presence. We acknowledge your guidance. We acknowledge that you de desire to bless us and guide us to answer our prayers and give us peace and victory. So thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. We give you thanks, we give you praise. You are the King of kings and Lord of lords. There is no other God beside you. There is no one else, O oh Lord, that can, can come close to who you are and to your word. Bless your word to our lives. Let your spirit touch our hearts and minds. Enlighten us, Lord, we pray. In the name of our Savior, Jesus Christ, we ask. Everybody said, Amen. 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 <laughs>